The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And this is The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy here with you until seven o'clock this evening. Nicola Brady is with me, the travel journalist with the Irish Independent, and she's here to try and sell me Utah as a travel destination. Tough one now, Nicola. If I had a voucher for to go anywhere in the States, I don't think I'd punch the air and say, yes, I'm going to Utah. See, I don't think many people would, but that's why now I just really want to win you over. Okay. Because it is an incredible state. Like, I've travelled a lot in the US and been to a lot of different places, but hands down, it's one of the best. Really? It's just, it's all about... Wall-to-wall Mormons. That's all I know about it. <laughs> there are small Mormon communities throughout. Yeah. Which are fascinating. But... The majority of the state and the big appeal is all of the natural scenery. So there are five national parks in Utah, and I think only California and Alaska have more. So it's just this incredible otherworldly scenery, like giant, vast canyons at the side of the road, mad rock formations, petrified forests. um, And it's real road trip country, like it's the kind of place where you're driving, but you want to stop every five minutes and just like drink it in or okay. take a million photos. So, so paint a picture for me. When you're talking about these national parks, are they mm-hmm. like your Yosemites and places? Are they, is it forest or is this kind of Death Valley National Park somewhere in between? There's kind of a mix, but it's mostly um, the kind of the canyons and those vast desert rock scenarios. So there's a few of them um, that have, so Arches is one of them. That has, you know, you'd have seen the photos of these mad sort of rock arches that are mm. formed and Zion. Now they do get very busy. So when I was in Utah, the route that I took hits a few of the smaller ones and the quieter ones along the way. Which okay. is the best way of doing it. So what route did you take then? So I did Scenic Byway 12. So in the States, there are 150 scenic byways. 37 of those are designated All-American Road. So it's like they're not just scenic. They have something that's unique that you won't find anywhere else. Okay. So this one, it's a short enough route. It's just a smidge under 200 kilometres. So like if you wanted to, you could hammer through it in three hours. Yeah. But that's kind of defeating the purpose. <laughs> so I did it in I think five so or six. a good podcast. And just, <laughs> just blitz on through. through it. Don't even look out the side. <laughs> <laughs> and you've done it. But it starts, so it starts in Torrey, that's about four hours from Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And that is Capitol Reef National Park. So that it kind of looks like, I never saw Star Trek, but it looks like the backdrop to that kind of scene, these giant rocks at the side of the road. And you can see all the sort of the layers of the rock. There are uh, tumbleweeds and, oh, we saw a dust tornado, which I was very excited about. Oh, wow. Because I've always wanted to see a real tornado. Mm. One made of dust is a little bit as exciting as the real thing. But yeah, it's just that kind of otherworldly landscape you wouldn't get anywhere else. And amazing hiking there as well. Uh, in this particular national park, yeah, the first yeah, national park. Yeah. So that's where it starts, the scenic route 12, scenic, scenic byway scenic 12. Scenic byway 12, that's where it starts. So you get a bit of that landscape as okay. you're going in and there are great places to stay there as well. Um, and then the road kind of weaves through these various areas and the rock turns this sort of deeper, darker red. You go through a petrified forest. What's a petrified forest? I have no idea. Kind of scary, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do know these giant, because you kind of, when you see a landscape like that, you just expect it to stay that way forever. And a lot of places in the States, you can drive for hours and hours and the scenery stays the exact same. Mm. But on this one, you know, within half an hour, an hour, you're suddenly up in the mountains and these 
really tall ponderosa trees with red bark and then lookout points that go over the desert and the rock. Um, So it really does change with quite impressive regularity, you know. And when you say kind of good places to stay, Mm -hmm. like hotels, that type of thing, or because a lot of these national parks have great um, campsites as well. They're amazing. So Mm. Capitol Reef had two. I stayed at one called the Broken Spur Inn, and it's really old school kind of cowboy lodge. They have like kind of a scary looking motel complex. Okay. Um, And then they have these wagons Like the opening scene of some kind of crime drama. And there was a guy. You know, there'd be be like yellow tape, lights in the background. Yeah, there was a guy sort of sat on a rocking chair and I wasn't sure if he was a prop at first. Just sort of rocking back and forth and watching you. Oh yeah, he's definitely Um, killed a few. Definitely killed a few, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so those wagons it was really just like a taste of the cowboy life you know Mm. and there's a similar one nearby the Capitol Reef Resort and that's a bit sort of slicker and they have these western style teepees and it's really in the park so you've got those swathes of red rock behind like it really is okay so teepees and cowboy theme is it kind of wild westy very much in that corner okay and even in the restaurants that you're going to you know there's um, elk and antelope on the menu like, it's really that kind of okay. old cowboy vibe. And then as you go down uh, Scenic Byway 12, then, mm-hmm. what, what what reveals itself to you? So when you get to the next bit, you go over a road, actually. Um, I think it's called Hell's Backbone, something like that, mm. or Hog's Back. It's got a few different names. So it's this sort of snaking spine with just thousands of feet either side. So one side is all of the canyons and the other is desert. So as you move further down this road, you really get into canyon country. So it's really like as far as the eye can see and it, as far as the eye can't see either because there's a guy that took us around and there's so much be- like beneath the surface, all these sort of slot canyons and tiny crevices that you've never see with your naked eye until you're in them. Mm. I mean, the, uh, the, it, the vast expanse of the United States, I don't think we kind of really appreciate until you're there. <sighs> it's wild. You know, when you see when every square inch of land, we squeeze what we can out of it here. And yeah. you just see like they just like millions of acres in different directions. Yeah. And they're just they're just not even using it. Oh, they're not even <laughs> think of the crops they could be growing Whack on up it. a little there. Yeah, Something. exactly. There's um, one, I think it's uh, Grand Escalante. The National Monument. I think it's two million acres. Wow. Like you can't get your head around it. So uh, all along this, as you're going through the parks, I mean, are, are you going through towns as well on Scenic Byway 12? or no. It's all very remote, is the it? The tiniest, tiniest little town, like Tory, where there would be like a little bar, maybe a restaurant, and that's it. Then you've just got your sort of RV lodgings um, and cafes kind of along the way. But really it is just great expanse of nothingness which is the real draw you know and uh what then in terms of your absolute highlights along this route like what would you pick so i went canyoneering what's that and it is i described it as the way of getting from a to b in the most complicated way possible so basically (laughs) you're squeezing yourself through these little canyons and you're looking at them and it's this sort of this wall of impenetrable rock and you'd think normally like, oh, well, there's just no way I'm going to turn around. Um, and I went with this guy, Rick Green, who's been, he said, like pushing butts through canyons for 20 odd years. OK. So you're all harnessed up. Um, he knows these canyons like the back of his hand. But basically you just squish each other through these canyons. You like grab each other's bums, shove them up, abseil down the other side. Would you not be worried about getting stuck? I was. 
And I'm also really claustrophobic. Yeah. So that was the more fair. Uh, there were bigger people than me doing the excursion. So I was like, okay, if the six foot guy's gotten through, I'm pretty sure I'm oh, going to be yeah. okay. You sign, it's like a 15 page, dis- not disclaimer, what's the word, you know? Well, it's, that movie, was it 27 Hours? Was that the name yeah, of it? Where your man I got his arm trapped filmed. and chopped it off. I f- Okay, I could be making this up. I feel like it was filmed nearby, but it was that exact Sounds good, say vibe. Yeah, definitely, I'm definitely sure. filmed Almost nearby. Certain. But the guy, I love the guy. So when he was harnessing us up, I told him, like, I'm really claustrophobic, mm. deathly afraid of snakes. So it's this kind of Venn diagram of my two fears colliding in this one activity. Oh, was there snakes there? Well, what he said, there shouldn't be in the canyons, but Ooh, the rattlesnakes. That's not, that's not equivocal. <laughs> it's no, not very unequivocal. They definitely are. What's worse is they fall from the top of the canyon. So not only are they in there, they're rightfully they're raining annoyed down. and quite cranky about being in the canyon. But what he sent to me is he, so he brings a Tupperware box with him in mm. his backpack. And if he sees an animal that's fallen down, he rescues them. So he'd put like a little bobcat kitten or a skunk. Both of them are really annoyed at him as well. The skunk sprayed him and I think the bobcat went for him. Um, and just rattlesnakes in this like lunchbox in his backpack and then sets them free at the end. Oh, wow. And I thought he was maybe telling a tall tale, but then I met a woman later that day who'd been out with him a couple of weeks before. She said that happened. He picked up a rattlesnake, put it in the box. So I just steered clear. Um, what's his name? Rick Green. Rick. Yeah. So Rick does some damage, does he? Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. He's just one of those guys. And he's just real, like, Oh, easy your going. life is in my hands. I'll save you. I want to save all these little kittens as well in my <laughs> spare time. Do you know what? His voice, it was like a meditation app. Like, I really wanted to, because he was like, just keep put, putting along. Like, be lazy. And I was like, yeah, this is the energy I need. So that that's the highlight for you. Can that's you the highlight. And wow. then he took us afterwards to um, see dinosaur footprints that okay. are nearby. And I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, so how to get there? I mean, there's no direct flights to Salt Lake City, is there, from this no. part of the world? No, there's no direct flights, but it's easy enough. Um, and you can fly, what I would say is fly via a US city. So there are a few different options. You know, you could go via Newark or Boston or Chicago. Um, and then you do your US pre-clearance in Dublin and land as domestic. So that's okay. far easier than going through a European city. So you start in Salt Lake City and you fly back from Vegas when you leave Bryce Canyon at the end. Blue John Canyon in Canyonlands National Park is where they filmed the movie. Well, that's close enough. Yeah. It's the same state. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the other national parks. Yeah. Um, so you would recommend doing Scenic by... Sorry, when you did Scenic by Way 12, did you do it in an RV? This no. classic? No, you didn't. And do you know what? I was thinking about this before. I wouldn't do it in an RV because the roads are, I mean, it's America, so the roads are very drivable on an yes. RV. I think you'd get a better experience in a smaller car staying at the lodgings along the way. Yeah. Um, there's another place, so near Escalante, where I did the boulder, um, sorry, the canyoneering. Uh, it's called Yonder. And they have these incredible converted airstreams. It used to be a... Uh, airstreams are those kind of the silver, s- silver caravans. So cool. Um, so they've done them up pretty nicely. Yeah. And it used to be a drive-in movie theatre. So they still have the movie screen and you watch the movies in uh, these like classic American cars. I've, I've no idea what they were. I could tell you they were like pink and green, but that kind of classic 1950s. Chevys, caddies. Yeah, let's whatever. go with that. <laughs> Those kind of things. And there they screen a movie and it's just the coolest place. Yeah. So yeah, I would do that. You can do it in an RV. There are loads of parks along the way, but... 
I just think that's better. All right, you've upsold it now, Nicola, yeah? I have to say. Am I yeah. There? Yeah, you're getting there. I think it's definitely climbed higher on my list. Okay. All right. Maybe wall to wall Mormons and great national parks. That's what I've learned <laughs> that's about. All you need. That's all I need to know about Utah. Anyway, uh, listen, Nicola, thank you very, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.